walks thoughts walks thoughts this is a podcast about walking to find things that inspire you to give yourself time to think this is a podcast about walking to find your own thoughts to inspire your own creativity My message to my listeners is to keep walking, to keep thinking. Use this time to work on yourself. Join me to hear my discussions about what I'm thinking about while I'm walking. My mission with this podcast is to inspire creativity among my listeners, to make them feel more positive and to find things that they can take away with to apply in their own lives. This is Walks and Thoughts podcast. Welcome, dear listeners. Thank you for listening to Walks and Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Mary Hunt. Hello, my dear listeners. You're listening to the first episode of season two of Walks and Thoughts podcast. It's great to be back with you all. I hope you're all brimming with creative ideas. Today, we're going to be talking about socialising. But before we get into that, I will talk about my observations whilst walking. I've been thinking a lot about the direction that I want to take season two in. I wrote a blog post about my identity as a podcaster. The link to this post can be found in the show notes. I set out my episodes so that it doesn't matter what order they're played in and that will still apply for season two. But I have decided to focus on our communication with others for season two. I will try not to give away too much, but when I started this show, I wanted to inspire positivity and creativity amongst my listeners. And I wanted to provide nuggets of advice to take away. I really just want to encourage my listeners to think. In the last few months, I've realised that whilst words and conversation are extremely powerful, I think that thoughts are even more so, as your thoughts are what you hold closest to you, and your own thoughts are your most authentic asset as a human being. Having time to conjure your own thoughts on a topic is the best way to make conscious decisions that will affect your future. As I've had a lot of time to think recently, this has been on a great way to go on my own personal journey, to get to know myself more and understand the person that I'm becoming and want to become in the future, because we're ever evolving and ever changing. Let's get into the episode. Firstly, I want to, I want to look at what we mean by socialising. For season one, I tended to draw on specific definitions. For season two, I just want to sort of look at definitions of the topics we're talking about, but try and form my own definition for this, because it's personal to me. So, I've done a little bit of research. So, firstly, the word social. Now, social organisms, they include humans. They live collectively in interacting populations. This interaction is considered social, but you may not even be aware of it. And the interaction might be voluntary or involuntary. 
Now, socialising is about how we interact with each other. I looked through some of the Latin definitions and derivations of the word and I just can't pronounce them, so I decided not to do it. Um, but most of our words are rooted in Latin, so I think the listener knows that. Now, season two focuses on communications. And I'm going to look at the interaction element of being social or socialising. This is not going to be a political topic, and I'm not going to talk about socialism. I know there are language connections between the words social and socialism, so I just wanted to nip that one in the bud. However, I wanted to talk about the topic of socialising because socialising has greatly changed, both in terms of how we interact and who we interact with. And this has been changing for a long time, over a few centuries. It's not just in the last few months where everyone's locked down and no one can talk to each other. For this next segment, I'm going to talk about socialising from a historical and literature aspect. You must understand that I'm not a historian, but this is based on nuggets of information that I've picked up during the course of my time on Earth. Once upon another time, we would only socialise with people from similar backgrounds and who were from our regions. Class used to play a big role with who you socialised with. I'm a huge Jane Austen fan, and you could see the classes playing out as a factor in, within the social circles. If you look at a novel such as Pride and Prejudice, Mrs Bennet's main wish is to see her daughters married, so when she hears of well-off gentlemen, then she's always keen to get into their circles as she views them as eligible suitors for her daughters. You are also accustomed to meeting people in an area where you are from, because not everyone had the opportunity of being able to travel, except maybe if you're from a wealthier class, and so then you would socialise again with other people from wealthy classes. So children from wealthier families may have gone to boarding school, and some people may have moved for work, but still not travelled with the same level of ease that we can travel today. This meant that we were limited in the types of people we would socialise with, such as those from different types of employment and those with different nationalities and ethnic backgrounds. These days we take it for granted um, that we can travel, but the ability to travel has not only led us to being able to visit more places, but it has also been able to allow us to broaden our horizons in terms of our social circles. This is really progressive and revolutionary because when we can widen our interactions, we develop more as people. We are also now able to stay connected with more people and converse with them via technology. I'll talk about that a little bit more later on. I'm now going to talk about why it's important to socialise. You feel that you belong and are part of a group, which leads to you being able to promote and increase your self-esteem, as it's important to feel worthy and to take some pride in yourself and your worthiness as a person. Socialising also helps with your mental stimulation. Your mental stimulation is important as it increases your sense of well-being, but it also contributes to your memory skills and sense of coordination. 
Another way it stimulates your mind is that you're providing company and friendship to others and giving the chance to give back. There are also other added health benefits. And this feeds into a few bits. So it reduces stress, as it helps you to focus on things outside of yourself, combats loneliness, and can help ease depression. It also makes you healthier, because it boosts your mood, helps and strengthens your immune system. I'm no scientist, but we are well aware of how bad it is for your health to be lonely. We are social without realising it. I feel that a lot of people might not consider that they get lonely, but this might be because seeing people happens naturally in their everyday lives. Some people might live with housemates, then see people at work, and have activities in the evening, such as sports or book clubs, where they would interact with people. So you naturally see people, but you don't properly consider it. Now that's been taken away from us, I think that we've discovered how much our relationships contributed to our lives. We're living in a time where we have to rethink our physical interactions with people because we want to stop the spread of an infectious disease. The problem with this is that human beings are wired to socialise physically. Socialising is extremely important for our physical and mental health, as I mentioned before. Though I do feel that we shouldn't stop our socialising, instead we should change the way we socialise. I acknowledge that nothing can ever replace face-to-face -face human interaction. However, we must still make the effort to socialise in whatever ways that we can. Some of these things may seem obvious, but there are things that maybe we don't do as much as we should that I'm going to suggest for you to try and increase your social interactions. Pick up the phone and physically call someone. I think we've so got used to just sending a message because we think it's easier, but people often appreciate that you've picked up the phone to go and talk to them physically. I know you can't always see them, but pick up that phone, phone that person you haven't spoken to for a while. Write a letter to someone. I've definitely been writing more letters to people now and um, because I find sometimes you might be a little bit awkward holding conversations. So if you write down everything you want to say, you can sit and think about it. Also, the only things that people receive in the mail that are letters are normally just bills. So it's a lot more interesting for people. And especially there are a lot of people living on their own or without a lot of social contact. So letter writing is a great way to keep in touch. And because you've handwritten it, it feels more personal. So if you've got an elderly relative or someone you've not seen for a while, send them a letter. Because also, if sometimes if you phone people up, they might be just a bit busy because they've got childcare responsibilities. So if you post a letter, they can then receive the letter, then just look at it in the evening or later on when they've got free time. And people are always, are always really positive about re receiving letters. No one's ever said to me, oh my God, stop sending me letters. I don't like it. So... Writes on a letter. So another thing is make the effort to talk to people that you would not normally speak to. So these are just people you see out and about. 
we have probably got a bit more antisocial and we just don't talk to as many people that we see randomly. Sometimes with good reason. But remember that these people that you see might not have any human interaction as they may live on their own. So talking to them could make a massive difference to their day. So just when you're out and about, try and talk to people. It's a great way to practice conversation as well. So you could talk to people when you see them in a queue or just have a little chat with the delivery guy that's dropping off your Amazon parcel. Um, or just say morning to that person you walk past every day. Just make effort, an effort to speak to more people because people won't always admit to being lonely, but that might just be the only conversation that person has that day. Video conference calls. So I know everyone's probably using Zoom now um, or people think they're a bit overrated, but video calls are great. There's so many platforms you could use. You can use Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Signal, WebEx, Zoom, House Party. I, I really like them because it's so nice to be able to see people when you talk to them and it feels definitely more interactive. So you don't have to be doing big pub quizzes or anything like that, but just invite, invite someone, invite a friend to have virtual drinks over a video conference call and it's nice to sit and chat. And I've actually been able to speak to more friends than I would normally because often they work at different hours to me. So it's harder to arrange things and they live away from me anyway. So set up, make an appointment, make a date for a video conference call with someone you've not seen for a while. So be creative and think of new events that you can attend that fit your country's rules on social distancing and government guidance. So for example, in the UK, um, one of the new gradual eases is that you could now, you could meet six people in an outdoor space and these six people could all be from different households. By the time this airs, maybe things will have changed again. But this is where we can think of events we can do. So you could do a picnic, you could do a barbecue, you could have a garden party, you could have afternoon tea. So then you don't need to have food or anything like that and everyone just brings their own flask and everyone has afternoon tea together. So instead of focusing on what you can't do, think of what you can do. My hope is there'll be new types of events to be invited to, which are very exciting. You could even have a garden party, get some little invites and then post them to you and say, come around at this time and we'll all have afternoon tea together. Use this time to think of new opportunities for social events that keep everyone safe. Final thoughts segment. I couldn't talk about the term socialising and not talk about social media or anti-social media as some might coin it. This is because social media is used to interact with other users, but that user can end up feeling more disconnected and lonely. Now I'm not here to bash social media, but just more to highlight how it can be used in a positive way to enhance your connections. I've written a blog post about this use about using social media or even well the internet to engage positively online. 
Now, for me, I think that social media is used without purpose too much. And when you pick up your smartphone to log on to the social media platform in question, you need to know why you are doing it. So as long as there is a valid reason, then it can enhance your social interactions and you'll ultimately feel good. Examples of this could be using Facebook to facilitate a video call to a relative who lives overseas, as I really enjoy chatting to, to my overseas family members. And it, this also makes me feel positive afterwards. I also believe that social media interactions can help to facilitate offline relationships, such as arranging meetings in person. Also, when you are physically with people, ensure that you are not using social media um, around those people, as those people may be inclined to think that you do not value your time that you're spending with them. My key message from this is to make sure that social media is helping your relationships and not hindering them. And if it is hindering them, then ask yourself, how can this be changed? I've written a few blog posts on our relationships with technology. The links to them can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Walks and Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Mary Hunt. Next week, we will be talking about conversations. Follow me on Twitter at MaryHun79905338. Please message me if you have any suggestions for shows. Check out my blog which can be found in the show notes. Stay safe, everyone. Keep pursuing your own creativity and walking to find those thoughts.